0: Happy Sam Hinky Day. The NBA draft has finally arrived. We're about what, 11 hours from it. I am Spike Eskin along with Mike Levin of LibertyBallers.com, com. The day we've been waiting for, for about a, a year now, is finally here. I mean, since since the Drew Holiday trade, that's, everything has come down to tonight. You know, and I know it's a process, and it's a few years, and this and that, but it really it just feels like a a massive night in the future and present of the Sixers, Mike. I don't know how I'm going to get through the next eleven hours, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I
1: don't know. I think I, I think you can't underestimate how big of a deal it is, but like, it's somewhere in the middle between how how I can overestimate and underestimate I don't know where it is it's a big deal, but it's also like it's gonna be okay,
0: yeah, yeah, well, that's the i mean yeah it's and it, uh, it's funny, I wish this is one of the ones that I wish I wasn't doing that early in the morning with you because <laughs> because your jitters I know are going like I know we all trust, and we were I was talking with um an intern here, uh Stefan earlier this morning, and we were talking about, and we'll get into this in a bit. But I was the like,
1: Stefan? what's that? The Stefan, like, um, the, the character from Saturday Night Live. No, no,
0: no, no. Yeah. Yeah. He was breathing heavily into his, <laughs> yeah. his two hands and he was telling me. <laughs> that,
1: yeah. That's what I'm going to be like later. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
0: But we were talking about the the possibility. I was like, ah, I was like the one thing I think I'll be like sort of bummed about is if we take Von Lea at three. And he goes and, and we were talking about him, But I'm like, ultimately, I'll trust it. But that's the one – you know, I, I'm going to – I trust – it's a combination of I trust whatever he does tonight, but I am still a slave to my emotions. I, like, yeah. I can't – this is – it's been too much for too long, and I feel like I've I've publicly supported Sam Hanky so much that if he did something that I didn't feel in my heart – like yeah. was fine for that moment I, you know so i'm i'm very excited for to i'm i'm sure everything will be okay or not um i trust <laughs> in in whatever decisions he makes but that said i am a, just a barrel of nerves i, I yeah i don't yeah. know
1: i i you might be right in that it's too early for me to be nervous yeah. uh although i did keep waking up and like looking at my clock and like thinking that i missed your call or something because <laughs> like, i like i guess i'm sleep nervous Um, but no, I think I got to, I I was talking to Sharp yesterday and Sharp gives me so much shit for how much, uh, I support Hinky and by proxy, the entire website supports Hinky. Right. Um, and I I don't know. I, it's weird. It's a weird thing because it's like, we just like, I don't feel the need to have like really strong opinions about this kind of stuff anymore. Like I have, I have the guys I like and I have what I think is going to happen. And I have, uh you know, I think the best way to to get there, whatever. But like, once, I, I mean, it's just like I, I, su- I submit myself to what he's gonna do, and he's like, dude, you just treat him like he's this like, sh- like, god, deity, like you're at the shrine of him, and it's like, well, I don't know, isn't there anything wrong yet, like so, isn't there anything wrong yet, and there's a plan. That they've been executing, as well as anyone could execute a plan. So yep. it's like, there's no reason to not trust him. So like, let's let's keep it rolling.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, and he hasn't. And the the funny, the good thing for him, I saw Bethlehem Scholes talking about this once, like prior to the season. He doesn't talk about the guy, the guy who started Free Darko and. um yeah. You know, I was saying to anyone listening. Who might know him as Free Darko on Twitter? I, I can't hear you anymore. I'm here. Oh, there you go. You weren't talking. It didn't sound like you were talking on your phone. Anyway, he was saying that the thing about Hinky, and it was right in the beginning. And he, I don't think he was being critical, but he was like, since everything that he's doing, like, is we won't know whether it was the right decision for a long time. Essentially, everything he does. The people who support him will act as if it's the right thing like he has Absolutely. for the support yeah. for the supporters he has like this reprieve even I think the the most obvious point in it and again this doesn't mean I don't believe it but I thought it was a, a moment like when he when all we got back for Evan Turner and Spencer Hawes was essentially like nothing like second round picks or whatever and we were yeah. all like well that's all the market could bear like basically like it was one of those moments where we're like well, we don't know what the answer is, so we'll just assume he, he like he made the right decision, you know. So, yeah. um, and it, of course, it is his detractors assume, you know, do the opposite, obviously, and assume that it's the wrong thing because they're not winning yet, or because they're not going to win next year, or so on and so forth. But
1: yeah, it's it's a lot easier to to uh, both for him and just like in nature, it's a, it's a lot easier to to stay on plan or stay on game with like less of a risk at the bottom. Yes. When you're at when you're at the bottom it's just like everything is it's a it's a wider you know, you're if you think of it like an iceberg, it's like a wider base. Right. And so as you get higher up it's like starts to get more narrow, obviously. But now it's like this is great, nothing can go wrong, everything's perfect. So we're starting tonight in like is the first step in like climbing that iceberg? Is that an expression? <laughs> yeah, it is. We'll go with it.
0: So so this will be, we'll have a full, so there's a two-parter, in that the first part is today, day of the draft. Second part will be tomorrow, day after the draft. Two-parter. Two-parter. The first part, this will, will be slightly shorter than the normal Ricky. Normal Ricky closing in on 50 minutes. This will probably be closer to 35 or 40, but I can promise you a full reaction, sleepy, I'll be sleepy as well, Great. Ricky. Tomorrow, so I'll just run through some questions that I have for you, and you know, if you think of anything that I that I miss, please throw it in there. So now that you've you've cursed Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> and and ruined his foot and potentially his bone density if you listen to Chad Chad Ford saying that you know there are other concerns with his physical or whatever who do you going into tonight i i say mike sixers have the third pick and the 10th pick who do you want like what what would be the the best realistic scenario for mike levin
1: um i think they they find a way to move up to 1 and like for sure, take the guy that they want. And who do That's you I, who
0: do you hope I, they want at this point?
1: At, at this point, I think I think I've circled back to Wiggins. Like maybe it was like a panic <laughs> of like of a couple weeks of just like unrest and fidgetiness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've come back to Wiggins, and and it doesn't it doesn't help because it doesn't it doesn't hurt that. Statistical models have also come around on him. Like, cause I, I value both scouting and context and then as well the, just the statistical models and for most of the season and coming to the off season, they were down on him. They just weren't, they were like, he's not that good, he's not that good. And then like, it was basically they, once all the data was in there and they normalized for like strength of schedule and like pace and they, they threw in like, basically like sport VU data and it's like, Oh, actually he's really cool. There's a lot of good stuff there. And like, as I've seen him as high as like fourth on like metrics, right? Of metrics rating. So I'm like, okay. Cause I, I just need there to be a balance of the analytics side and the scouting side for me because I, I value both. Um, and so now that now that I have that a little more, I feel a little more confident. Um, he's just he. I, I really think that the system screwed him over a little bit. that he was in. Um, Bill Self just didn't run that kind of system that like is going to generate the kind of points and opportunities that Jabari Parker had. Right. So um, I I'm still I'm still I'm back in. I was never out. Really, but I just I just was like, okay, Embiid's the best prospect, and I can deal with the back thing. I can deal with it. I can't deal with the foot thing. I can't deal with the foot thing. I can't deal with the bone density. I can't deal with any like other skeletons he has in his closet. Like maybe he killed a guy. Like I don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I love Joel Embiid, but like real scared of all of it.
0: Disclaimer: Maybe he didn't kill a guy.
1: Yeah, he probably didn't. kill Yeah, a guy. yeah. So, Um,
0: what will your reaction be if they take him at three? You're going to be concerned, right?
1: I'll be, I'll be for sure concerned. I mean, I still think that in at everybody's highest point, he has the biggest upside. Yep. And I think that's sort of, uh, I think that's sort of infallible. Like, I don't think you can like sort of. That's pretty much like okay. Well, obviously he's a big man. He's, he's a two-way big man. Well, and, and like the, and like look how look how much better he could get.
0: And the point that Derek made, which I thought was a salient one, was that if if healthy, also most likely to reach that upside. You know, right. like his everything sort of adds up for him. You know, there are, right. there are fewer questions. Most of his questions, almost all of his questions, are physical, are not. Can, will this guy eventually be that player? Most people think he'll be that player.
1: Yeah, but I'm just... i Even if, if they're just three, I'd be like, okay, they're, they're gambling on upside, great, but I'm still shitting myself.
0: And because, I, will, I will also be
1: a little forever. upset... I, mean, I, don't, I don't think that stuff goes away.
0: I'll also be a little upset that we won't get to see him play in Summer League and probably yeah. at least half the season, and it will be a little bit of a bummer. More than a little bit of a bummer. I, I'll... I'll, I'll be okay, whatever you know. I'll support it, but I would, you know, as a fan, I want to watch whoever they pick at three play.
1: Yeah, and if and if they do take him at three, I would want them to, or or, or ten, or, or if they trade up and get him, I would want them to sit him out the entire season. Well,
0: don't make that statement. You you don't. Know.
1: Well, no, I wanted to because because he, at least from what I've read, I don't, I don't know anything. We've talked about this. Yeah, time. but the idea is that like. Various injuries of this nature, people tend to come back when it feels better, and that's not necessarily when it's fully healed. So even when it feels better, then there's still a possible chance for re-injuring it. So the idea is basically rest the crap out of it, over-rest, and then hope that it's pretty much gone away, and then you can have a relatively healthy career from there. Right. So I would just be like, dude, we drafted you for the future, like take another take a year off. Like I would just be like sit and sit and sit and like let's talk about it next year.
0: Well, I would say what I said for Noel. I will trust that they will be as, as safe as possible. And if they yeah. if they um if they decide that he plays in December, it's because you know they, they were certainly I, I think it's pretty certain that Nerland's Noel could have played last year, you know, course, and they were yeah. being extra cautious, and I'm fine with it. If they take the same tact and the same track, then I'm, I'm good with it, whether that means he plays in December or next year, whatever. Yeah. So I would assume that you're saying that if, you, if you're hoping they end up with Wiggins and, and you think they'll end up with Wiggins, it means that there's no 10 pick, right? I mean, it seems pretty, based on every report we've seen, it doesn't seem like they will be able to get now maybe it means they also get 7 and 8 or 8 somehow or you know maybe there's another chip that falls but i find it hard to believe they'd be able to get from 3 to 1 without and and Milwaukee has pretty much essentially said like they're taking they want parker first but they'll take wiggins second yeah. who whoever's not well, there they're going to take
1: Milwaukee's so. taking parker Yeah and if if parker's not there they're taking wiggins I'm pretty sure they're taking wiggins
0: Yeah so that would mean there's no way they can get from three to one without trading the ten, right?
1: I I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Um, I think maybe maybe it'll be like a three team deal where we where we take on salary, yeah, and uh, and that team sends a first round pick to Cleveland also, right? Um, I think they're trying really hard to keep ten, and while, while still moving up to one. So if that if that means it's like three fad thirty two and thirty nine, uh, I'd sooner do that than than trade ten. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure who Cleveland wants. They've just sent out. They sent out so many things. Like Cleveland has has been talking so much to so many people, and like spilling different stories that like no one has any clue what Cleveland's gonna do. Like they have no idea. Cleveland's just like a like a crackhead that just won't stop talking to different people. And I'm like, it's a pathological liar. Right. It's like Cleveland, you're you're Cleveland. You have the first pick. Like no one's gonna pick ahead of you. You can do what you want. But they're still just like good. they're still just like spilling that stuff. So I don't know. I that's why this draft is so cool. Is because nobody knows anything at all. And which is like the first time in a long time that that's the case
0: um i guess so so you're hoping they get wiggins like of the top 10 guys if you could narrow it down for me you know i'd be i think i'd be happiest if they get wiggins i've the um Embiid injury has softened me on parker um and I, I, I also consciously softened my stance on Parker. And I've also, I've, I've come to this place where the fact that, like, there's been no Sixers Parker rumors, zero, one hundred percent, none, leads me to believe, like, you know, in your in. When you go smoke screen, double smoke screen, triple smoke screen, like like maybe they <laughs> love them. Smoke yeah, maybe they love them. Maybe they've seen enough. Like maybe yeah. you know, maybe it's secret, secret. Like maybe they made the wig Like this is what went on in my head one day. Maybe they made the Wiggins workout try to look secret, even though they knew it was secret. But the Parker workout was really secret, and nobody yeah. ever found out about it. So,
1: yeah, um, I think I, I think Jabari said that he didn't work out. Pretty-
0: yeah, but the maybe rest, he was lying. he's just
1: lying. Yeah. No, the, but he's—they're going to take. I mean, Milwaukee's like for sure going to take him. So if the Vixers yeah. would have to trade up. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, if they traded up to one, you know, I—I no. I don't know. Who knows? But then, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still skeptical. Like, I'm excited about the prospects of them taking Blark at three, but the fact yeah. that the the Croatian government like never released those extra tapes. You know, again this is a trust and hinky thing, but we've seen so little, you know, I'm I'm worried about that too. So I'm honestly without for me without Wiggins or Parker or like I've heard enough good things about Exum to where I've talked myself into it, but with that top pick, you know, I'd be excited about getting Blark, but I'd be nervous as well. I I I feel like I just want somebody that I'm not going to be nervous about, and I need. Yeah, he's gonna, I
1: mean, it's going to be nervous. It's uh the the thing with Blark is that the Sixers will make. No one knows more than the Sixers about them because they have scouts in Croatia. Um, they're they're called like spies there because they're not technically legally allowed to be there, but they have guys on the inside, and they've been scouting them since middle school, and they like you know have a relationship with his family. So, it's By the
0: crazy. way, did you see the Woj report that he, and, and it's sort of like one of those things where the baseball players from Cuban, you don't know exactly how right. old they are. Did you see that he might still, Woj reported that he might still be 15?
1: Um, I saw, like, I wasn't sure if that was a fake account.
0: No, no, that was real. He Blark, oh there's a report that he might still be 15. So I don't know what the rules in the NBA are. Like, I don't know if labor laws with a right right so can he even play after 10 o'clock at night you know can he are there going to be practice limitations does it mean that right. he's got to sit there for three years you know until he turns 18 so that's the other I guess concern you,
1: i guess you just work with the time difference there and try to like determine when 10 o'clock at night would be depending on where in the country you are and then see if you can like maybe just load up his minutes in the first couple quarters and Right, sit him, sit him in crunch time because right. you want to sit him in crunch time anyway because he gets nervous. Right, he gets really nervous towards the end of games anyway, so he's he's better off earlier, and uh, his game just lends itself to that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, like, would I take Block at three? Maybe. I I would say maybe, but if the Sixers take him, I'm on board. And if they don't take him, it's like, well, they weren't confident enough, and maybe maybe the age difference. You know, really, really concerned. And if that's if that's true, man, then then I I, I don't know. I don't know what to, I think uh, I think usually it goes the other way. When you draft guys, you're like, oh, you think they're older than they are, right? You draft people. People spread all these rumors about like, you know, Greg o- Odin looks older, right?
0: Right. And, like right. Joel
1: Embiid's actually older. That kind of stuff. But if he's younger, I don't know.
0: What I mean, and the upside could be contract. huge. He his,
1: yeah, he gets his uh, ends his rookie contract when he's 18 and a half. Tough.
0: He, he could theoretically be a, a six-year NBA veteran when he turns twenty-one.
1: Yeah, it's a long time to not drink. You know, doesn't. Well, block doesn't drink anyway, but he won't. But you, who, who knows. I don't know.
0: You don't think they'd really take Noah Vanley at three, right?
1: I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. I think. I think the way. The only reason they take Vanley. Because he 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 is like for sure a perfect fit next to Noel. In, right. in the in the perfect world of fit, he is the ideal person to put next to him. Right. But the only reason they take Vonleh at three is that they looked at the whole draft and they're like, we don't think any of these guys is good enough to build a team around. So if 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 this if none of these guys are are it, then let's just get another. Like I wrote about it, and some people it took issue with it because it was a semantics argument. That's like, hey, just draft the best player, idiot, which is right.
0: Oh, the sure. star super role player, yeah. sort of argument. I,
1: right. Yeah. So I think if if that's the case, then Von Le would qualify as that kind of role player, where he would just just be really good, and like you wouldn't have to pay him max money when his contract comes up, and he he would still allow you to stay flexible, so you can go get that that star as a as a wing. And uh I don't know. I, I think it's a possibility if they the only reason will be if they don't see anything else that they like. I would prefer if you're gonna go that route, I would prefer Gordon.
0: Right. But did did, did Me didn't too. they
1: not work out Gordon? Isn't that wasn't that the rumor also? They didn't work out Gordon.
0: Yeah, but I don't or... even I don't even know what that means. Like I like whether they worked somebody out or not, I just I feel like I don't think we can trust like I just I I don't trust any of those reports I know, about anything. I don't anything. trust
1: anybody. It's, yeah. it's training me to be a distrustful person. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and it's mostly because I trust, um, like I think Sam Hankey is also like probably a fantastic liar and a manipulator, and like I I don't trust any report about anything. And and that actually <laughs> that so, uh, uh, involving the Sixers that actually when when asked about my my prediction is this, and I've been asked like what's gonna happen tonight four times already this morning um and I've decided that my prediction is that the sixers will do something big tonight that has not been rumored and and that's essentially what it comes down to for me is that I feel like whatever big they do, even if they trade up to one, it will be in a way that we have not discussed
1: so yeah i haven't I haven't talked about many three team trades until. You just asked me how it will happen and it's like maybe it'll be a three team trade.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't have any, i just I feel like I don't have any idea. So that is my main prediction for tonight is just that yeah. you know, is that something something I feel like something a, a big shoe is gonna drop. Hey, and maybe it won't. Maybe they'll just take you know, they'll take Dante Exum at three and they'll take, you know, um, I don't know, um Nick Stalskis at uh at at uh, at 10, and then that, well, you they, know. Well, if
1: they take Stauskas at 10 and XM at 3, that means that MCW is probably going. Ah, I don't
0: know. Who knows? Well, maybe at some point, you know. Maybe it means that one of them, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, maybe they'll just pick at 3 and 10, you know. Like, maybe that's what'll happen. Forget about the, yeah. the actual guys, but maybe they'll just pick at 3 and
1: 10. But, yeah, we, it, uh, we're, uh, at Liberty Ballers. we're, like, you know, getting prepared and stuff, so we're pre-writing some stuff, and I'm writing the article for 3, and I'm like, I don't believe any of the things I'm about to, Yeah. like, templates I'm fake typing in there. It's like, well, the Sixers have stayed at three and taken blank. Uh, we were all surprised when they took him. Yeah, when they took <laughs> like, what did I do?
0: That was like the, uh, a little funny story is that we had the Andy Reid gets fired story written for CBS Philly for like three weeks and just <laughs> sitting in, in drafts waiting to go and then to add yeah. to like with quotes. But like you know it's one of those things i remember you actually you sent me the uh the, the tweet the other day i sent about it like i had a evan turner gets traded story um yeah. like one you of know my favorites. Are already prepared yeah. so um
1: we had a couple like over the years for years we had like mm. almost big dollar trades <laughs> we oh were, like, yeah okay, here we go let's get it ready it's, it's like i think we had so many like I got my goodbye Iguodala post just ready to go.
0: It's funny. I um I texted Ike last night, Reese, and I was like, "Man, all the Evan Turner versus Drew Holiday fights we had, and like, look at how insignificant <laughs> those so, those arguments were at this point." You know. Um. So, what are the chances? Give me a percentage chance that the Sixers make a move tonight to get what we would consider like a top-flight current NBA player?
1: A current player?
0: Yeah. Like, that they're involved, not just involved, and we can talk, like, three-team trade uh, rumors or whatever, like, you know, they absorb salary in a Kevin Love deal, but, like, that they shock everyone and trade for somebody, like, a real player.
1: Uh, I want to say it's higher than, like, we've been giving it credit. Yeah,
0: that's where I sit with it.
1: Because, like, there's no there's listen there's a the plan the plan in place is to get the best assets and have the best chance to have a superstar at any point so if it comes around now if 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 tonight is like hey we can f- acquire James Harden or any of those guys then it's like they're going to do it like right. they're going to do it they're, it doesn't matter that we won 26 games last year right wait
0: Nineteen
1: yeah, 26. Games. Nineteen. We lost twenty six in a row. Yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: It's still early, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it doesn't matter. If he's a if a superstar is available, they're gonna take him. And even though it'll be surprising, like it shouldn't be like thinking deviating from the plan, it should be like, Oh well here it is. Yeah. This is it.
0: The plan moved up, you know, based on availability. You know, right, the, exactly. the, the plan got faster because of who was there. So
1: But I don't think I don't think the Sixers have the assets to to make that to make that move now, right? Because I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade the third pick for like most players in in the league, just because the third pick means you know drafting a guy this high means either way we have him for nine years if we want him. Yeah. Well, so you, you know, would I would. I mean, like for Anthony Davis, of course. And you wouldn't? Yeah, you still got Anthony Davis for seven years.
0: You wouldn't trade it for Kevin Love.
1: No, I wouldn't trade it for Kevin Love for one year. Kevin Love, no, mm. no, because you gotta. I mean, there's there's not there's not that many guys that are still, you know, far enough away from their contract expiring, and available, right. basically. So I'm. I mean, maybe you get bird rights on those guys, and yeah. uh, and then you can max them out, whatever. But I'm still hopeful that there's one of at least three guys in this draft that is worth saying we got you for nine years bro yeah and we're gonna build a champion around you or with you as we keep getting guys that could be the guy
0: seems like there's a pretty high chance we're gonna end up before the season with some like Carlos boozer looking motherfucker on the team right like did you
1: well did you did you look at did you Read about my uh, exploits on the SB Nation NBA blogger mockery? No,
0: I started to, and then I realized, like, it felt like you didn't a... didn't care. No, well, yeah. I started
1: to, I was like, oh, this, he's fucking idiot.
0: Well, it felt like a Bill Simmons, like, thing to me, like, in that, like, I start re- reading it, and I'm like, oh, this is so fucking long. I, d- I don't care, whatever. And that's where <laughs> I, that's how I felt, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I did that with a Bill Simmons article yesterday, actually, so I, I, I feel that. Yeah, so that's um, you know, I, I so was I like... Well, I got rid of everybody. Okay. That's, that's pretty much what happened. I got rid of every every shred of Doug Collins' evidence that ever existed. It okay.
0: was pretty cool. So, like, I,
1: I did so much in the way of, like, emailing different, like, GMs, whatever, and, like, everything. And looked, I, last year, I thought, like, I know what's going to happen. Like, I feel comfortable about it. Here's like here's possibilities. Here's what they got to work with. I know generally going to happen, and they shocked the crap out of me. This year, I'm like, that's not going to happen again. I'm going to think of every fucking possibility and then he's not going to be able to measure up to, to how much I thought about it it's like a, a competition with me and I but just with me because he doesn't care so I think that I know all of the possibilities and like all of the roadblocks so any trade that happens tonight is one that I will have thought of unless it's not in which case I'll just continue to be baffled by uh, how good he is
0: um, what else is where are you watching tonight and with what
1: company? Uh, my apartment, a couple friends. I'm not going to be good company because I'm just going to be tweeting and blogging yep. and yelling and sweating. So, um, yeah. Couple, couple, a couple people, yeah.
0: Same with me. Uh, I would recommend that you, you know, Liberty Ballers, you guys have been great for the last month leading up to the draft. Always great, but, you know, like overbearingly. Uh, um, a lot of coverage, you know. You guys have done a good job, but you'll have little Jake Bavorski over at the draft tonight, and uh, you'll have the whole staff working on stuff tonight. So I would recommend. No, that we're
1: you. actually not going to write about it at all. We're taking the night off. Which is, <laughs> I just thought everybody, hey, yeah, people won't worry about tomorrow. Or a gift whatever. to the
0: staff. I get you used, you took the the Sixers approach on it. You're like, ah, yeah. we'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. We just have no. We have nothing. Can you imagine if we just have no? articles about the draft today. That'd be great. I actually regret it because we're already scheduled. That would be
0: a funny... A funny... Like, is there something (laughs) wrong with the sites?
1: (laughs) something... It's not... Nothing's updating for me. We'll have something tomorrow. uh, We got nothing to say. Um, Uh, That'd be great.
0: Yeah, that's... That's all... Here's a... a, We only have, like, you know, six minutes left. Here's my question for you. I I think about this all the time. I was... Like, I've somehow talked myself into... Uh, Exum and Marcus Smart like over the last couple of weeks yeah and and neither of them can shoot and here's Michael Carter Williams who can't shoot and every once in a while this thought crosses my head you're a fucking basketball player (laughs) who's a guard how can you not shoot like how can you be so bad at shooting how like why is it just because of the ease they're able to get to the rim do you think when they're yeah. and they're so much more talented that they don't ha- and they can get open so easily that like they can they've they've adjusted their form to which they can shoot if they're open they can shoot those jumpers and they go in so they never have reason to change is that is that pretty much have i figured it out is that it
1: the, that's what i think but also like i think it's it's harder to shoot in the context of a of an intense you know college or n b a game then we then like you're sitting around at your at your own gym like just hoisting threes right you know i think I think that probably weighs into it more than we give it credit i agree, I agree with like especially with foul shots, it's like you got you're an n b a player, dude, you've got a seventy percent minimum, like come on, you're a fucking n b a player it's your job,
0: yeah, play basketball. Like with, I don't
1: yeah, Threes, I think it's just a matter of like especially at the n b a level. It's, it's a different, it's a different everything, but I agree that they should be better. But here's my, I have a, I had a hot soccer take that I thought you'd appreciate. Yeah. I don't think soccer players are, are that good at soccer. They should be better at it.
0: Yeah. Like, at least I like think, the, the fancy kicking are and stuff. better
1: at basketball than soccer players are at soccer.
0: Yes. I would agree. It, shouldn't they be like really good at like the soccer version of a crossover? Like, shouldn't yeah. that be, like, a thing, you know? Shouldn't it yeah. not just be Ronaldo or Messi or, like, the guys that are really good? Shouldn't a lot of guys, you know, be good at whatever that is?
1: And, like, there's so many just, like, missing the goal by just, like, a lot. Like, a lot. All the time. It's, like, it's a lot. How are they so bad at soccer? Guys, this is your job. Can, can I and throw if it? it's like, And if it's, like, you're not supposed to. If it's, like, it's harder to use your feet than your hands. Well, fucking obviously. Yes. Why you use your goddamn feet?
0: Can I give another hot soccer take here? Yeah,
1: I, let's go. Come on, I'm pissed off.
0: I watched the Portugal game, and it was, like, amusing to me. I, and I'm not a soccer hater at all, in the least. But, like... I am a little. I am a little. Let me... Yeah. Here's a hot soccer take. Come you, on. You could play three games... Your country could play three games in the World Cup and not win or lose any of those games and either go forward or be eliminated. That's fucking stupid. Like, like... That whole game got played, that whole U.S.-Portugal game got played for two hours and was, was super tense at the end, and you want to know who won? Fucking no one. And, and <laughs> Portugal tied it on a last-second goal, and they didn't even fucking care because they can't advance because of goal differential. Here's another thing that's fucking stupid, and my last Bring hot it. take Go. is that like, if, if Ghana— and and the U.S. have the same record at the end of this group stage, but Ghana has a bigger goal differential. The fact that U.S. beat Ghana head-to-head is not the first tiebreaker. That yep. is fucking stupid. Like, come on. Have the same sport, but get it the fuck together. Get it together. Make it a normal sport where
1: somebody wins and loses. Come on. This take is brought to you by fucking America.
0: Yeah. I'm Jim Rome.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, all right. I I got to wrap it up. Um, do you have any final words before tonight to the right-sturdy um, listeners? I don't
1: it's going to be fun. Like it's just going to be fun. It's going to be insane and fun and this is like it's been a year. Like this is like prom. Yeah. Like this is prom for me.
0: I never went to prom. Oh, buddy. <laughs> but I am going to watch The lottery in my house tonight.
1: So, watch the not the lottery, but watch the watch the lottery video again because that'll that'll
0: get excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very. And my, my final word to everyone will be two things. One, make sure you take a moment to actually feel what happened. Like everybody with social media all the time. Like, like that was one of the greatest things I thought about the lottery party was that like we're all just like watching the game, essentially, you know, and yeah. having fun. And then the other thing is, is like, I don't know. I can't tell you not to have hot takes. Have hot takes tonight. Have the
1: hottest, hottest takes you ever had. It's <laughs> like Be calm, but then also have hot takes. Tons of hot takes. And Think out your remember, hot takes. Just remember, no matter what happens to the Sixers, uh, there's social unrest in Iraq. Yes. And suicide bombing in Nigeria. Yep. Tony Gwynn's dead. Yep. Like, Make sure that you're not thinking, I don't know, don't be secret. Don't keep secrets from the figures, because all those things. Keep That's those hard.
0: takes Keep those takes hot, America. All
1: right. Uh, hey, good luck tonight. Yeah, good luck tonight, and, uh, buddy. I'll talk to
0: you, I'm sure. All right. See you. See you, Mike. See you, listeners. See you, listeners. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Here it is. Like I said, hold your head,